0: I'm Leon,
1: I'm Teagan,
0: and welcome to Good Time,
1: Not a Long Time,
0: a weekly podcast where myself and Teagan discuss everything that's going on around us in the world and how inept we are at succeeding in the game known as life. We're going to break it down into three segments, so we're going to have a general chat, then we're going to discuss something interesting that's going on around us and then we'll finish it up with some deep thought at the end. So without wasting any time, let's get straight into the podcast. Okay, right. So I just want to kick off this podcast to discuss what happened on Thursday (laughs) because I nearly died. And I'm not going to take that back and I'm not going to be like, oh, sorry, that was an exaggeration. No, no, no. I nearly died on Thursday. Shame you
1: didn't. I'm joking, I'm joking, I'm joking, I'm joking.
0: Five or ten extra minutes and I would have been down that elevator and having dinner with the devil by 12 o'clock.
1: That sounds exciting to me. Why are you complaining that you actually survived?
0: (laughs) Okay, right, so... So what happened? Okay, this might be a surprise to some people, but I do something called Thai boxing. And I've been doing it for like 10 years now, and I'm a high griddle, I'm one of the highest grades, not the highest, one of the highest. So, you know, I know what I'm doing generally. So on Thursday classes you tend to know what's going to go down. Okay. You go there. It's a bit more of an intense training session than Tuesdays because obviously it's towards the end of the week. And, you know, we go like a bit more full power and we usually have like, you know, a bit of sparring towards the end and you're going to generally expect a bit more sweating. That's a Thursday lesson. So I was walking in there with that mentality. Now, somebody in my gym, he's doing like a fight next month. So, he gets put aside to train with some, like, experienced people to um train him up for this fight. Now, guess who my instructor put me with? He put me with those groups of people. So, I was having a bit more of an intense like, training session. However, I wasn't phased by it. I was like, okay, this is good, you know. I'm going to have, like, you know, a bit of a pumped-up, tough session, which... I was excited for <laughs> how I was so wrong. Um, obviously, it was a lot more intense. It was very quick paced as well. So as soon as somebody like mentioned a technique, you did it straight away on the pads and then you were cycling through those techniques. So it was very, very quick. And then usually what happens in a, a training session is one person holds the pads, one person punches. And then after a few reps, then you switch pads over. And that can be classes like your resting period. As in, like, you know, you've just done a bit of an intense uh, workout with the punches, then when you go to hold the pads, then that's when you can start resting a bit. But because it was so fast-paced and because it was so intense and because it was supposed to be about the person fighting and not me, I didn't really want to hold anybody back. I didn't want to be that guy and be like, oh, sorry, can we just, like, go through that again? I didn't want to be that person. So... The first mistake of the night, when they offered me, oh, do you want to hold the pads? I said, no, I will do both sets.
1: <laughs> fuck's sake, Leon. So
0: I did not hold the pads for the rest of the night, so therefore I didn't get that resting break that everybody else was having, because I decided to do both sets, as in like, I was punching constantly, and it wasn't just like, oh you could just tap the pads and you know, whatever, it was like, fully intense, you had to go in with the power, you had to go in with like, the proper technique and it was absolutely exhausting, it was draining it's not the first time I've done both sets on things, but it's just like, this time was a, it, it was a little bit more intense, now, towards the end of it obviously, I was like, absolutely knackered I was like, blown out my ass. I think I also drank all of the water that I had as well, and my shirt was just drenched in sweat. However, that wasn't the end of it. Then we did a conditioning round, okay, and this is where it all went to crap. Keep in mind, this is after a full hour of, like, intense back-to-back training, and with me as well, I didn't even stop punching once or kicking once. So in this conditioning round, what you had to do is you had to do a cross, hook, and then a right kick, okay? You had to do that 10 times. So you did 10 sets of them, so cross, hook, right kick, one. Cross, hook, might kick two. So you had to do it 10 times. And then once you did that, you had to go to the side immediately and then you had to do 10 burpees. But when you went up with the burpees, the person with the pads would then hit you in the stomach with the pads each time you went up. And then once you did 10 of them, then you went back on the pads to do nine sets. Cross, hook, kick, cross, hook, kick, that nine times. Then you went off to the side to do nine burpees. And obviously the guy's still like hitting you in the stomach. Then you went back on the pads. You did eight sets and you went all the way back down to one set. Okay. And that is where it just all went to crap because I was dying. It got to a point as well where I couldn't see clearly anymore because everything just went blurry. (laughs) And I was relying on, on Leon. Me repping the technique so much that I knew where the pads were, so that's all I was worried about. I couldn't see anything anymore. Okay, and then I was exhausted. I was making noises that I never knew I could make. <laughs> it's it probably to other people around me, it probably sounded like I was being rammed up the ass for the first time. That's probably <laughs> what it sounded like to
1: me. <laughs> Leon gets pegged two K twenty one.
0: I was exhausted. And then, according to my instructors as well, I went pale white at one point. I went fully white. And obviously, as a Southeast Asian, I was say- that's not in my... <laughs> That's not in my DNA for for that to happen to my skin. And then because I was in so much physical pain, my eyes started to water up as well. (laughs) So I was on the verge of like crying. And I was also doing, you know, the cough where when you cough, you're doing it to also like try and make sick come out. You know, that type of cough. I was doing those coughs as well. And then... It was really embarrassing because obviously I was making this complete scene out of me. Ironic, really, because I. The reason why I did two sets to begin with is because I didn't want to be a burden. I became a burden. Because <laughs> I was dying. Everybody else was training around because we were in a ring. Everybody else was training around us. And they could see what was going on in the ring. You know, some people were outside of me going, Go on, Leon, I believe in you, you can do it. And I, was like, I can't do it, I'm gonna die. And then at the end of that session, I was absolutely knackered, blown out of my ass. Couldn't drink any water because I drank all the water. I was feeling sick. I was almost crying. My arms were numb. Everything was numb. And I thought it was the end of the session. So I grabbed the pads and then I went out of the ring. But then the instructor was like, no, no, no Leon, come back. Come back. I was like, oh, what? And he was like, We're not finished yet. <laughs> <Fuck> <laughs> it. I was like, okay. All right then. And you pay to I go. I'm going to die. I paid to go to this place. <laughs> I pay, oh, I pay to refund. put myself through actual hell yeah so we was like no, no we're not done yet so what we did at the end is we did like a bit of sparring at the end and we started off with like clinch sparring now I couldn't feel my arms anymore and because we were both like incredibly sweaty after the intense session my arms were slipping off the guy's head and slipping off his arms and you know when your arms are just absolutely knackered and your arms are just numb and they fall it yeah. goes into that shutdown mode where bringing your arms back up again is like lifting weights that is what it was like and including Clinch work, you have to knead the sides of the body as well. So I was there, knackered. I couldn't feel my arms anymore. They were numb.
1: You explained clinch sparring to me as if I didn't do Thai boxing myself for a wee while.
0: Okay, right. But when was that? I
1: was in year three. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Still did it though, still know it.
0: Right, yeah, clip spine. So we were being like knee constantly in the side. And then after that, we were also doing like kick spine. So then we were kicking each other on the side. of the- And obviously it's like still going full on. So we were kicking, it. it was back to back kicks. I kicked the person in the side of the stomach. They kicked me in the side of the stomach. They kicked me in the legs. I kicked them in the legs. And then at the end of that, you might think, mm, we were finished. We weren't finished. The rest of the class, they were finished. We weren't finished. And at the end, we had to do like an extra conditioning round. Not as intense as the first one, but still like my legs were bending slightly because what <laughs> it was like leg raises and then it was like Bendy sideways Wendy. i don't know why it's called <laughs> i don't know why it was called but it's like when your legs go sideways in the air it was things like that that was what we finished it off with that was supposed to be like not as intense but because after the training session that we had it was still pretty intense and my legs were bending slightly when i was lifting them up and the instructor was like no no, no. leon straight legs straight legs straighten those legs otherwise you're going to do more sets and i, was like, oh, I can't do it anymore um, yeah. so uh, yeah and that was the end of the training session this is
1: my next argument to prove that sport is just not a good thing because that is, that is torture if you ask me if he had told me that I would be doing another set I'd look at him dead in the face and I'd go suck your mum <laughs> I'd walk out I'm sorry like he would not talk don't disrespect me like that you prick is he bald he is the fucking, <laughs> knew the fucking knew it fucking
0: knew it he is a nice guy it's just obviously he's done training for like so long, he knows these techniques like the back of his hand and I just, I couldn't do it. I could not do it. And also I kind of shot myself in the foot by going, I'll do two sets. It's fine. Obviously I didn't know the absolute hell that was going to happen towards the end, but it was the first time as well in over 10 years that people have come over to me and be like, Leon, are you okay? You look like you were going to die. <laughs> I was like, "Oh wow, you saw? It was well, obvious." Okay, tie brilliant. Boxing.
1: Do you want to hear my best Thai boxing story? Okay, go on then. So obviously, I, as a child, have probably done ninety percent of the hobbies. I, I, yeah, I've done. I've picked up a lot of hobbies. I've horse ridden. I did ballet and tap.
0: She's been around and, the towns and everything. Yeah, we
1: have. Um, <laughs> what a reference. Um, <laughs> so anyway, as I said, I did ballet. Right for a very long time. To be fair, Maurice danced. You know, I. <laughs> I anyway, cannot
0: imagine. I can't imagine.
1: Oh my god, have you noticed? Oh, me, Morris, I look cute in my Morris dancing pictures. Anyway, anyway, (laughs) another story. Um.
0: Okay, yep. (laughs)
1: So there's a guy at my Thai boxing place. He was a lot older. Obviously, I was in like year three, so it would have been like seven, eight. He was definitely easily 15, 16, right? And quite tall. Now, we were like sparring stuff. And I went to kick. Not anticipating how flexible I actually was. My leg went so high up in the air, it nearly fucking hit him in the head right? No joke. <laughs> yep. He was like, what the fuck just happened? And he was even joking with mum being like, she nearly just took me out. She nearly just knocked me out. Like it was, everyone was just like, what has just gone on? I was mortified, me. But that's when wow. I learned I've got, I'm very flexible. Are
0: you still flexible or is that yep. just gone now? Yep. You're still flexible. You know,
1: can you touch your toes?
0: Just about. I've just done it now.
1: Stood up just
0: without. About. Sto- what, stood up and, hold on, I'm going to try stood it. Stood up try without it. bending your knees. I'm going to try it. Okay, hold on. Let me see. Like, my legs are straight. You're just going to have to trust me on this one. I'm, I am going to trust you. Oh, just about. I've just about done it. I can get it.
1: my whole hand on both sides, like, at once underneath my feet and just stand there no. quite comfortably yeah
0: no yeah you know what i would never have expected it
1: i am quite flexible do you know what i always remember as well when i did ballet i obviously one of the best things was like learning to do the splits like that was a, everyone like every girl pretty much wanted to learn to or any girl every girl i knew what to do the splits right yeah um my mom can still do them i can't do them anymore but i remember when Steph i was doing can do the splits leon you was there when she did them drunk with jensen oh yeah oh but <laughs> yes Oh, crap. Wow. Well, anyway, anyway. Go on, Steph. Right, go yep. on, Steph. I cannot, but I remember to this day when I learned to do the splits and I thought, you know, it would be like a dead easy process, like they build you up. Oh, no, 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 no. I got just shoved shoved into that position right and when I tell you my the pain my <laughs> hip bones I've never felt yeah. pain like it in their life But like, I remember that pain oh. so strongly it is unreal fucking hell I don't have a good time with hobbies I was also bit by a horse <laughs> yeah and it nearly books both the same day and when I tell that story people are like no you fucking weren't like people don't believe it I'm not a liar I was it nips me didn't She's draw blood a it bruised me it nips like it nips on my like um, Left arm at the top, a very little bit, and it scarred me for like three. It scarred years. you for life? No, for three years. It's gone now, but it was like bruised for ages, and then it <laughs> bucked me off. Like it nearly did. Didn't I? Didn't come off it, but it, it went a bit mad while I was oh, riding buckaroo, it.
0: Buckaroo. Booker, what a game?
1: So yeah. Do you know why I quit tie boxing as well?
0: Why did you quit?
1: Because I didn't want to fight anyone. I was too much of a pussy. <laughs> mom to moment, like, you can do it and not fight anyone. Mm, no, what's the point? <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: I started, like, I think I was in year six, beginning in year seven, because obviously we were going into high school and it actually built up my confidence, you know, like when the boys were being a bit of, you know, an idiot and things, I never feared that. I think if I hadn't have been to Thai boxing, I would have been like so scared, like constantly like, oh my word, he's having a go, he's having a pop. But it made me stand my ground a bit more in some scenarios. You were part of one of the scenarios, if I, <laughs> if I remember correctly. But like, you know, when, when someone was trying to have it on, I'd just be like, I, yeah, and what and, and.
1: What? I just will never get over like following you well not home but following you on the way home like yelling at you and you just did not give two shits you just ignored me like what the <laughs> fuck was
0: that about because what like, normal person just like yells on the way home at the very back
1: because I was I was a full on chaff back then <laughs> <laughs> that was a very chavvy thing to do no offense to the chavs but that was a very chavvy thing to do
0: mm, mm, <laughs> yeah if you want to make friends i think doing that probably isn't the best thing to do
1: Want am try to make friends with them oh. i'm just saying be careful with freya that you were oh. even with
0: yep yep <laughs> the the whole uh, the whole confusion with the uh face situation <sighs> which we will not get into it's funny that for story, the uh, for the podcast listeners <laughs>
1: I just know, and I won't now, but I just want to know why you didn't even say a single word back to me. You just gave me, like, evil looks and just carried on walking. That was so, so weird. It's
0: because, at the time, I just didn't want anything to do with you, Tegan. Like, I just... <laughs>
1: That fucking got <laughs> deeply on. That, that, that's how Oh, the trauma's unleashing. She is an icon. Yeah. She is the moment. She is the movement.
0: <laughs> she was definitely some sort of movement. Most of the movement was me walking away from her. But yeah, no, it's like in the year seven stages, I just, I wanted to be in my own bubble. I was like, I'm, I'm not really... It wasn't just you. It was like, I wasn't really interested in talking to many people, you know, because I was still, still getting not. used. Yeah, exactly. So... <laughs> Where some things never change. Some <laughs> things never change. I do just enjoy being in my own little bubble. I don't like being involved with things all the time or like being pa- The more people you try to get involved with, the more dramas you're gonna be put into. Like I like the small friendship group that I've developed because I now have a situation where if I have an issue with something, I could just go over to someone and just be like, Oh, this is um you know, I'm I'm struggling with this. Can can you help me? And they'll be like, Yeah, yeah, sure. I'm in that situation where anybody who I go to, they'll be there for me.
1: Genuine question Do yes. you think we'll still be friends in like ten years' time? I think 29. so. 29. Uh, right. 20, in 10 years time we'll be 29.
0: What else is going to happen in the next 10 years that's Actually, that is quite a daunting question.
1: Well, technically, in the next ten years, you're supposed to like settle down, aren't you get married, have sprogs.
0: Oh, oh! How
1: fucking scary is that? <laughs>
0: not in the next ten years for me. I'm sorry, I am not going to consider any of that until I have reached thirties. I and That's know. not even a joke. I am not going to have a sprog before the age of thirty. Do
1: you know what? I think I'm um, I'm, I'm just getting broody recently. Like, I I'm oh. definitely not having a baby anytime soon. Let's not do that. <laughs> Everybody, um. be careful. <laughs> But I just Watch think, out. oh, they are really cute, aren't they? And for me, honestly, before anyone comes, like, no, because they're not cute, are they? I, I work with kids all day. I know how annoying they can fucking be. I still find them adorable. That's the worst part, is I literally have an inside knowledge and I'm still like, oh, but they're so cute. No, they're not. <laughs> they're actually not. Like, some of them are the spawn of Satan, in a nice way, but they are friends with the devil. I think before they come out, they have a conversation with the devil and just think, for the next, like, five years, just being utter twat, just for the fun.
0: I am not going to be settling down in the next 10 years because in the next 10 years, I'll be like, what, 29? That's still too early for me. I'm not going to be starting a family until past the age of 30. I'm not going to do it to myself. I am going to milk my youth as much as possible.
1: I relate to that. But I also think like, I think it's because I've got young parents. I always think, oh, but then when my kid's 10, I'll be 40. And that just horrifies me. I don't know why.
0: Uh, See, I'm fine with that. I am okay with that because... I'm not because my parents then, are young. By then, i had been an established, hopefully, an established career and I'll be doing pretty well for myself to the point where I could like fully support a child.
1: Yeah, I do get that
0: and maximum would be two kids I wouldn't want three no
1: the third one tops you off
0: because then fact. you have that problem of like the middle child you know those yeah, but issues yeah the third one's
1: always like the spot. like Frankie is the spawn of Satan out of all my mum's kids it really is <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: they
1: say if you have a, if you have a third kid you might as well go on and have the fourth fifth sixth seventh because the third is the worst behaved like that one will yeah. top you off
0: yeah so I think maximum two kids although we never know we never know what's going to happen in the future I might I still agree.
1: be single I agree to be fair I feel like that too is
0: the pact still on.
1: Yeah, it is. It's it's still on. Forty, yeah. And then I'll adopt Timothy.
0: Yes. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, anyway, I think it's now time to move on to in what world? In this world (laughs) In this segment, we discuss something interesting that's going on around us in the world. And this week, NASA plans two missions to Venus to find out why Earth is currently habitable when other planets near us are not. So the US Space Agency announced that the missions aim to shed light on its atmosphere and geological features. There's a bit of interesting stuff going on with Venus, like within this year, not this year, well, a couple of months ago, where obviously they found like, was it microbial life? in venus's like atmosphere they discovered something close to that which was like our closest contact with possibly aliens you know part of me thinks that maybe they're playing this mission because they want to find out more about that and not because of the atmosphere but who knows i don't work at nasa anything could be happening
1: do you know what i just think i just need to say this now before we carry on you need to stop coming up with nasa's like things because i'm gonna get myself put on like um, a hit list from the government because like, me and nasa just aren't friends
0: <laughs> this is why you do it. Every single time I see a NASA article, I'm like, jackpot. I'd hit a gold weird, mine. Though?
1: Right. This is actually a genuine thing. I am petrified of space, like petrified the whole, stop it. Because i love space baby. But I absolutely love celestial things. And like, I had a phone case that says fly me to the moon on. Like, I don't want to go, like, why do I do this? I also like the NASA kind of branding clothes. Have you seen them? Yeah. Yeah. No, I like it, but I fucking hate NASA. What? Why? <laughs> I am a hypocrite, bought into capitalism.
0: <laughs> I am slightly the same with the ocean because obviously I absolutely despise the ocean. I hate it. The thought of being near the ocean or being lost in the ocean does not bode well for me. But I am fascinated by aquatic life and the different like sea creatures and you know sea merch and things like that. I am obsessed with those things. But the thought of actually going into the ocean, I hate. I hate it. So I can kind of relate in that way with space as well. Thank you. NASA said it's awarding five hundred million dollars for the development. of... Of two missions named Da Vinci Plus and Veritas. So Da, da Vinci, Vinci Plus, <laughs> Da Vinci? <laughs> So. Davinci Plus will measure the composition of the dense Venusian atmosphere. I'm going to explore how it evolved. And then Veritas will map the planet's surface from orbit to help determine its geological history and why it developed so differently than Earth. Now, again, the reason why they're doing this is because Earth is very abnormal. We're a rare occurrence. We've got life. We've got an atmosphere. So why aren't planets close to us like Mars or Venus? the same because as us there's apparently a theory where Mars and Venus used to be like us but then obviously Venus became completely toxic and like most of the girls in my high school was, in the past
1: I was going to make a comment saying that's because all women came from there I was going to make the joke oh you beat me to it oh
0: great mindset like um and then obviously something happened to Mars's atmosphere and then it became barren. so you know scientists are very interested in like women like, I guess oh, what happened <laughs>
1: Maybe Venus just hit the menopause. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Lucky bitch. <laughs> Joe, can I just say this? Right, this is nothing to do what you're saying, but I just this makes me laugh so much. So there's rumors that one of the COVID vaccines makes women infertile, right? <laughs> yeah. And someone on Twitter just put on, "Don't threaten me with a good time." <laughs> I love people. I do. That's so funny.
0: So yeah, scientists at the minute are very interested in discovering that because obviously maybe like Earth could be on the brink of that happening. Some people have theories where Mars and Venus used to contain life like ours, but the people who inhabited those planets ended up like messing it up and they killing off the planet. That's yeah, a theory. I mean,
1: I mean that is probably what's going to happen with this. Co- like I was going to say, this country, this this uh, this country, <laughs> this this planet. And do you know what? Big fat deserve. We are
0: all united by the one country called Panji.
1: Wow! Throwback.
0: Actually, that's a continent, not
1: yeah. It, oh country, Wow. So
0: that was. I'm sorry. I can save myself by saying I got a high grade in geography, so I can get. I can get away with it, mate. Yeah. That's <laughs> how it do works. you remember?
1: Do you know what I'm just thinking of? Conquer Britain, and then she's like, imagine this banana, I and mean, then imagine it's not there. Now do that with everything. <laughs> that's what. Earth, that's what the world was like before Earth. <laughs> before space she's brilliant, so good she oh, she does deadpan like, humour the best
0: I don't know whether the interviews with the scientists were like rigged or anything but honestly seeing some of them she's revisited with-
1: so I think some of them know to joke back with her, where others, like that one guy who just hated her, everything, like she call it like, <laughs> I can't remember what she call it, like War One, and he'd be like, it's not War One, it's World War One. And he'd be like, <laughs> <laughs> the Second World War. And he'd get so arsy with her. Oh, she's so good. You know, some people just need to like,
0: brighten up a little
1: bit. Kung Kong Christmas is one of my favourites.
0: I've never watched it.
1: So fucking I've funny. I've not watched
0: it. But just seeing her mess around with like these professionals, it was good. That was the highlight of Kung Britain.
1: Even I watched other stuff, like where she does Mandy, the character Mandy, that Mandy. Andy was so funny. And then in motherland, she is ace. She is me as a mother. She's she is, no joke.
0: I would just love to have deadpan humour like hers. Me too. The like, places I just... I'd go.
1: Anyway, I've already got from this to this, but you know, as always. Oh
0: <laughs> who can resist? The thoughts of Philomena Kunk, Dynamo- also known as uh, Diane Dianne Morgan. Morgan. Yeah, oh, she... I love her. I love the woman.
1: Not far. Don't live far. from He's not from far from us.
0: Oh yeah, because she what? She's from Bolton.
1: Farmworth, I think.
0: Oh, oh she's again, we're Portland. just like we're slowly doxing ourselves every single podcast episode. There's gonna be some smart ass out there who's gonna like pinpoint all the locations we've mentioned Leon, in the podcast. In I the want to say, and then they're gonna be like, right, they're from here.
1: Leon, we've yes. mentioned what school we went to. Have we? Yeah, by saying the school was on TV, it literally tells you where the school is, mate. <laughs> <laughs> oh, crap. <laughs> that could be anywhere. It says the exact school name. They could just Google that address. And I'd be even right. more fucked because I live right next to it, basically. <laughs> Funky no, you, now. you're digging yourself a hole. You're I don't give a shit. A what are they going to do? What, what, you, what is anyone going to do?
0: Okay, right. Flashback into like the next couple of years where no, someone smashes in through your window.
1: Yeah, they kill me. I'm not bothered.
0: Oh, my word.
1: Fucking <laughs> hell. Why, why people get this in their head? I don't care. Well. <laughs> well, we're still in anyway. the
0: in what world section? Not in the deepness section just yet.
1: Well, I'm just saying, like, uh, maybe that's just what planets have to do. Do you know what I mean? Maybe...
0: But just die?
1: Yeah. Essentially, yeah. Maybe there's been humans before on those planets, and then evolution just happens again and again and again. Uh, Maybe the beginning of the Earth wasn't the beginning of the Earth, and we just don't know it.
0: Anything could be the case, to be honest. Like, at the minute, it's just all hypothesis.
1: Yeah, well, yeah, exactly. That everything we know is hypothesis, that fucks me off, and I have to go to school and take an exam. On a theory, it could all be (laughs) disproved in 10 years' time. (laughs) In a week's time after me sitting that exam. <laughs> just it pisses, it pisses me yeah. off. It pisses me off. I think that like this whole thing about the Earth's core—it's not it could, that could be fake.
0: I swear this is the fourth time you've mentioned this now.
1: Yes, because it gets on my dick.
0: <laughs> yeah, and if nobody's known by now, it really annoys Tegan.
1: <laughs> why, should exa- why should I be? Why should I be examined on a theory that just makes no sense?
0: Because we live in we live in a weird world where this is our education system. We don't give children the creativity that Do they you know need. When
1: Earth People say, like, I was born in, like, the wrong generation, and it's, like, they want to, like, be back in, like, the 50s, 60s, stuff like that. No, I was born in the wrong generation because I want to be back in, like, the fucking Stone Age. (laughs) (laughs) I honestly do. Like, fuck it. I'll fucking ride a dinosaur about.
0: No, you see, I always think, oh, I'm living in the wrong generation, but I want to go into the future. I want to be, like, a a future generation. I don't want to be in this generation. You know where things are still things are still a bit iffy, ideals are still a bit iffy as well, where the world, you know, the world's halfway there, but it's just not. So I want to be there in the future where, Global, you know, everything's I mean, love, sorted. by then,
1: love, and the future's very much limited. Well, maybe I could be a Martian. That's one of them. Oh, no, I've watched that film. Yeah, no, I know what a Martian is.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Good film, that, you know. It is. Don't you have to shit and use it for his manure, for his soil? Yeah. Yeah, fucking class. <laughs>
0: again i didn't look into like the technicalities of it because i just wanted to enjoy the film to be honest if what he did doesn't really work then you know who cares it was a good film good on him i forgot that the actor's name i was trying to stall a bit then to remember it but no i've completely forgot
1: i can picture his face it's yeah i can picture there. his face <laughs> matt damon, is, that his it's matt it, damon! Is, it? is it matt damon is matt damon even a person
0: <laughs> have i just made that up matt it's it is matt damon no. it's Matt Damon look at that I love how I bursted out with that as soon as you said he looks a bit ugly <laughs> 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 okay so in other news a tenor known as Nicky Spent says that he can teach even the roughest of diamonds to sing, and that once you're able to, it's better than sex. You are. <laughs> this tenor, this guy called Nicky Spence he wants to like crush the theory that some people are good at singing, some people aren't good at singing. He's saying that everybody has the ability to sing well. He's just trying to find that like locking mechanism, just trying to find that thing that can push you forwards in order to I agree like with you know, that. S- sing well. Basically, his. His idea is that when we were babies and stuff, we were able to cry for hours on end without even damaging our vocal cords. And he said that if we could like do that now or mimic that now, which we are able to, then honestly, we can belt things as loud and as long as we want to, and it wouldn't even hurt us. So he's trying to like teach these lessons on how to do that. And he's saying that, you know, like everybody's got a Vore instrument, which is your voice. Some people more Vore than others. For example, me (laughs) more Vore than some people Uh, when singing but you know when you're walking around places have you ever just heard someone speak and you go holy crap he's got a very belting voice he'd be good at like doing like a really long note or really like deep song no because don't listen to people okay (laughs) (laughs) what do you do at coffee shops then do you just sit there and do nothing go to
1: coffee shops don't stay inside
0: you just get a coffee and leave yes well that's sad
1: are you starting to see why i'm depressed (laughs) i am
0: (laughs) Like, the joys about, I mean, I've only done it like once or twice, but the joys of having a coffee in the coffee shop is you sit there and you just, you just taking in your surroundings.
1: The only time he ever stays when I'm with my dad and we're having like a fucking life chat about wanting to die.
0: Well, some experiences better than others. <laughs> <laughs> I think the last time I went to a coffee shop, I was revising for one of my exams, I think it was a biology exam, and I was sat there in the coffee shop with like uh, a caramel iced frappe.
1: Were you on your own? Oh, were you on your own?
0: Yeah, I was on my own. I was preparing also because I was waiting to go to a conference for medicine. We were learning about some sort of like ankle disease or whatever. So I was waiting for that. And then these guys sat next to me and then this guy was like staring at the work I was doing. And he was like, oh, that's interesting. What what are you studying? I was like, oh, I'm studying uh, biology. I was like, oh, um, are you planning to like go into medicine in the future? I was like, yeah, I'm planning on going into medicine. (laughs) If only you could see me now.
1: (laughs) You fucking liar
0: to be honest living bonjour, the
1: best life bonjour a big fat liar yep <laughs> bella you are living a living my best life
0: though I do not care I do not care that guy can look at me now and I'll just be like yes I didn't go into medicine but I am much happier than if I went oh, I imagine I'd be in like university right now just wallowing in my own pain
1: I was gonna say what a shit experience that would be genuinely anyway come on finish your fucking point
0: what point was I making
1: <laughs> yeah exactly I fucking <laughs> forgot that's why <what> I asked <laughs>
0: Coffee, we were talking about coffee shop.
1: Yeah, about this oh, guy who oh, in the tenant, the tenant, the
0: guy. Okay, right. And then, obviously, you can see some people with, like, really wide cheekbones as well. And, obviously, they'll be, like, really good singers because, you know, they've got, like, wide cheekbones. So, he's saying that, basically, everybody has the ability to sing... They just need some like proper training in order to unlock it. Anybody can sing and, you know, he can train you to do this. You'll be able to sing like Mariah Carey or Pavarotti, Pavarotti, whatever his name is. So yeah, if you ever feel bad about your singing, don't worry, you have the ability to sing. It's just like you might be, you might be a rough, rough diamond. You know, you might just need that extra smoothing to be formed into like a fully fleshed, amazing singer. So if you are an aspiring singer out there, carry on going for it, get some singing lessons. You'll be in top notch in no time. But anyway, I think it's our time to move on to...
1: My deep thought is, why can I not stop spending money? No, I'm joking. Um, <laughs> in this section, it's based... My guinea pig just fucking made a weird noise. What the fuck is it on?
0: I heard it as well. Some sort of helium.
1: What do I do in this section? Oh, it is a thought I have thought. <laughs> you tell
0: me. We want like episode 32. Oh, I fucking
1: know. Oh my God, I wear. Um, In this yeah. section, <laughs> it's basically a deep thought I have found, thought about throughout the week. That basically sends me into existential crises. And absolutely just simpler. Blows my mind.
0: Woo! And after
1: last week, it's always just my mind because Leon's a fucking
0: bumhole. You just need to step up your game. I'm expecting this one to be a banger.
1: This one's quite interesting and actually makes me feel very uncomfortable. Okay. Very uncomfortable. A picture of you is probably framed on someone's wall from you accidentally being in the background.
0: Or in Tegan's case, someone has a full-sized framed picture of yourself hung up on the wall somewhere. (laughs)
1: I could have just been on a skip. I'm open. It's just been fucking binned, mate. That is something that's like
0: always weirded me out because you know, when you see people out on the streets like taking pictures or like tourists in Manchester, you yes. see them taking pictures. and
1: I want to say this now I have genuinely, I know I'm in the back of someone's photo somewhere and that fucking makes me very uncomfortable because was I looking good? I, I should have walked over and just been like, can I just check? a look alright. If not, I'll leave it in the background <laughs> and we can redo it. I just want to look my best. Right. You know?
0: Excuse me, sir, sir, sir. <laughs> Your wife's beautiful, by the way, but can I just see how I look in this image?
1: Also, this may be a very wrong comment to make but in yeah, manchester right what the fuck is a take pictures of like what is there you know
0: people might just be fascinated about how crap it is
1: <laughs> how industrial <laughs> it is basically how that's industrial
0: literal. it is i can understand why some foreigners would be interested in taking pictures of manchester because you know the architecture is quite different than yeah. around the world so i understand it in that sense like even in manchester we've still got that old type of victorian style here Do and know there you i
1: think about I think I spoke about this on a podcast before that like some of our buildings just in England itself are older than America. Yeah. That's mad that in it it's like, it way absolutely older. mental <laughs> Do you know what my favourite thing is in Manchester? Ugh, yes. You have, when you get on the, the bus that we get on to Manchester. Yes. You go underneath the train track and on that train track there is Peppa Pig blowing bubbles um, and the bubble is actually the communist sign. It's been spray painted on. It's obviously like vandalism, but that's just fucking iconic. Peppa would be a communist. <laughs> Although, would she actually? No, Peppa Pe- Pig! No, Peppa would be a Tory, but I think her friends would be communists. She'd be the Tory. No, she would.
0: <laughs> Did <laughs> you see pretty... where she puts her
1: phone down to Susie? see she, she, I was like just about that? to mention
0: that. I was Just about to mention that (laughs) you put your lips together and blow what like this. This. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> <laughs> She's a savage. She has- honestly. Also, I thought he was about to start singing Flowrider Rider. Then, can you blow my whistle? But no, I cannot stop that. It's disgusting. No, you that can- is it's that- Oh my! Flow Rider,
0: get Packed that, that out of you. Know Flow Rider was in Eurovision this year. He just popped up for San Marino this year. <gasps> Talking
1: about Eurovision, you know the Italian guy who won. Yes, he's a Capricorn. <gasps> standard, of course he is. Wow. Um, and well, how everyone... did, uh, wait, hold on.
0: How did you find this out, considering you're not a Eurovision fan?
1: Because everyone is now, like, simping over him. Like, everyone is like, he is fit oh. as fuck.
0: Oh, okay, my.
1: Even with the line of cocaine, he did. <laughs>
0: he is it. That's right? Obviously, Italy wasn't in my choice for, you know, the person to win Eurovision. I can let that pass. Because he it, the song did that, slap. Yeah, the song that he sang, it did slap.
1: And he is a little and... bit attractive. What's his okay. name? Okay, well. No, he is a little bit, innit? Like, he's, he's got that vibe.
0: I know that his band is called, like, Main Skin or something like yeah,
1: that. Yeah, that's it. That's, there's what there's a song that's gone, like, fucking mad. Yeah, no, it is. It's the Eurovision. I want to be your slave. Yeah.
0: The only thing that I can remember from that is... No, no, like no, 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 it's all
1: over TikTok and it's... Everyone is very much attracted to this man.
0: I don't see it, but... Yeah, Sleep, even though he wa-
1: want to he... be your master. No, no, I get it. It's his voice and everything. Oh, I get it. Do you know what? No, he slaps. He slaps. He could slap me. Oh. <laughs>
0: Well, that took a turn. Also, I'm a bit disappointed that I wasn't supporting like Switzerland and France this year because obviously I announced on the podcast who I was supporting this year. It was five countries, I think it was, and they weren't Switzerland or France. But after hearing France's song, voila, 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 oh, I loved it. Oh, she is absolutely amazing. And also the Swiss song as well, the Switzerland song.
1: Actually, no. While we're on the Eurovision topic, I found out it costs us money.
0: It does, yeah, because we. We are one of the big five, I think it's called, where we donate loads of money, and that's why we go to the grand final all the time. We don't have to go through semi finals, we go straight to the grand final.
1: Well, fucking Tories that we pay our way to the top, oh, for fuck's yeah, we- sake. <laughs> And we can't even get... When we're there, we can't even fucking get a point, so... Oh, mate, no. Do you know what? They are children in poverty, and then we pay that much money to Eurovision, a shit song contest. Just try and keep Europe happy. Oh, suck me left one. Suck my... Oh, that's proper angered me, that.
0: We ruined it anyway. Why can't we just, like... Splurge out on some money to like the kids as well. Come on, we're in debt. We're never gonna pay it back. Let's just spend as much money as we can. I just want to discuss the UK song. So obviously, everybody was quite fuming with the fact that the UK got zero points, both in the televotes votes and also Brexit in the Brexit. jury votes. See, even though I do not think our UK entry deserved bottom place or zero points, it's not a winner. Granted. You know, maybe his vocals were a bit shaky, bless James Newman. He's more... He'd be more better at, like, ballad songs than the song that he came with. But even though I believe that it shouldn't have got zero points, I don't think it was a political vote, right? And let me tell you why. Because even before Brexit, the UK has just done, like, severely bad at Eurovision. And that is because, on a continuous basis, we sent just really standard, boring, forgettable songs, okay? If you look at uh, all of the entrants this year, you'd understand why the top 10 got all of the votes and then everybody else were like just trickling in with votes and obviously the UK got nothing. If you listed James Newman's performance, it's good. The song's good, but it was very forgettable. Like It was a very forgettable performance compared to like the top 10. And also, if it was political, Israel would not have got 93 points because we do not need to mention what has been happening in it over, or what has happened over in Israel. We don't need to mention that. Israel wouldn't have got 93. So yeah, I kind of understand why the UK didn't get zero points. Again, I don't think they deserve it but it was a, it was just a forgettable performance. Nah, in it's like definitely a really, Brexit,
1: mate. All it, no, is It's political. All is, no, is political
0: because with the jury votes, yes, but with the televotes, the televotes changes everything. It's just that we have actually sent someone, I think it was what was her name? I've completely forgotten her name, but we sent in a UK entry once. And because her song was actually decent and because it was good, she ended up on the left side of the scoring board. Which in the UK, when that happens, it's like, holy crap, we've done well. <laughs> you know, we're not last. We We might get zero points from the jury. That's fine, okay? Debatably, the jury's political. However, with the televotes, televotes you're just listening to music because it's music. And James Newman's song was kind of forgettable. If you'd watched that entire night, there were more memorable songs.
1: My favourite, Brexit. Uh, not Brexit. Uh, Your favourite Brexit. My favourite Eurovision is the one where Katie Price did it, and she was pregnant with Harvey Price.
0: I don't think I watched that one. I yeah,
1: and we, we wouldn't have been—we would have been babies, Leon, because Harvey Price is the same age as us. Ah. The video of Harvey Price going, oh, what a day, lives in my head rent free because that is me. Just have to breathe in. Oh, what a day! <laughs> <laughs> it's such. It's, oh, I love Harvey Price with my whole heart. I actually do.
0: Anyway, I think it's now time to wrap it up for this so week. Do I. I've, I forgot what your deep thought was, by the way.
1: So have I. It was fucking shit anyway.
0: Your vision took over. So, yeah, if you enjoyed what we had to say today, please feel free to donate to our Patreon for as little as £1, or I think it's like $1.30. So, yeah, if you want to donate, you can do on our Patreon to get access to even more exclusive content. I still haven't updated it with the, you know, recent outtakes. I have got them all saved in the folder, do you not worry. If you also want to follow the podcast, you can do on Twitter at GTNALT podcast. And if you want to follow Tegan, you can do where...
1: On Twitter at Basic L Y Slick.
0: And if you want to follow me, you can do it on Twitter at Bogus Plague. And the Patreon and Twitter accounts will be in the podcast bio and also the episode bio. So, yep, thank you everybody for listening. And Tegan, what was Elton John's sexual orientation in the 70s? Gay.
1: <laughs> you can't do that in Pride Month. You cannot. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. Sorry. Oh, no, I'm you... joking. That's quite funny, but.
0: Come on. We it wasn't harmful. That was exactly. It wasn't a harmful joke. Ge- if anything, it was a fact. Did you ever say bye, by the way? No, I didn't. Bye. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um.